Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. show so there will not be a chat room nor can we have any of our friends calling in today but I do have two special guests with me including the host of the Indie Cafe Spencer Drake and I wanted to make an announcement really quick that um, we um, will be airing the show on Friday so when you hear this Friday we'll be wishing you a very happy weekend Today's special guest is um, Shlomo from the City Winery, located in New York, who has locations in New York, Chicago. Um, I see Napa coming soon and Nashville coming soon. And so um, we'll be discussing a little bit about how the City Winery came to be, and Shlomo is really integral part of this whole industry. And I'm excited about it coming to Napa. I didn't even realize that. I just saw that now because I'm in Sonoma. So, um, but we're live from New York today, so 
Let's bring everybody into the chat room. And um, again, the chat room is not open and we are not able to take live calls. But welcome to the show, Spencer, and welcome hey, to the show, fun. Shlomo. Hello. Hello. And we're missing we're mo- missing Judith today. So Judith's going to call in, Spencer? She's, she may. She has a friend coming in. She's in from Italy, so she might be out, but oh. she said she'd try if she would. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Let's start. And I, oh, I'm yeah. Ex- yeah, I'm excited you about the Holly's going to come in. Thanks. I'll start, and Holly will come in with me. Um, hey, Shlomo, uh, I, I guess we want to start off to tell people out there, the, especially people who don't know about City Winery, what is the uh, focus of the club and, um, and your focus at the club? Well, Spence and uh, Holly, thanks for having me on the show. First of all, for the second time, I'm excited. Um, well, City Winery is is kind of a, a hybrid of things. Um, in addition to being a music venue, which is kind of my my part of the environment and the whole operation, we're also a functioning winery, a restaurant, and a bar. So, um, if you do come by our New York location, you could actually see fermenting tanks. We, you know, we we produce wine that serve not only in our tap system at the winery, but also uh, for a variety of, of purposes. And, um, you know, I'm, I've, I've been involved with City Winery for, from the get-go. So New Year's 2009 was our first show, and uh, Michael Dorf, who's um, City Winery, is its, uh, I guess Man. his brainchild, uh, brought me on board. And, and I do the booking in New York, and now that we're opening multiple locations, I'll kind of oversee the booking in uh, three, four, and hopefully more. What, I, what I've been impressed with, as you know, the Shlomo, I've been down at your club and covering the events there, uh, that you have really good food. You have a very good food menu for people to know. And I've been, I've been to clubs in New York. I go around and uh, cover them. And I just got to tell you, your menu is really wonderful. And you do special things with the food in preparation, which I think is really great. Um, even the French fries are not like regular French fries, <laughs> right? And, and Brussels Ew, sprouts, yummy. I had... No, yeah, I you love Holly, you'd be in seventh heaven with the food. I right? am super. I want to hear more after you talk about this about the one opening up in Napa because I'm in Sonoma, so I really am super excited. We're going to have a new venue here. I, I, we need, could need, we need one. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the Napa location, but you know, one of the purposes, uh, one of the things behind City Winery is that we didn't want to open up a, a music venue that jeopardizes the food and and, and beverage. You know, too many times. You go to a club and Spencer, like you said, the food is sometimes compromised and um, it is true. And you, you know, you're used to drinking maybe a, a nice glass of wine or bourbon out of a plastic cup, which is kind of what right. we're trying to stay away from. You know, we're trying to um, both provide a, a great musical experience, but also a great dining experience, and of course, having a great selections of wine and 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 full bar, basically. So. When you do decide to, you know, take time off of your schedule and pay top dollar to see one of your favorite artists, it's kind of a three-in-one experience. You don't, you're not searching for the restaurant to eat before or to the bar uh, to drink after. You're kind of doing it all in one in one stop. And 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 also, I just want to tell people out there that I've been down there many times. The service is so good. I just can't tell you. You just don't get this at a club, at a music club. The service is phenomenal awesome. at the club. Yeah, and um, also, you know what I find, uh, Shlomo, talking to musicians that play there, that they all love playing there. The sound system is really good. 
Uh, and also, when you're at the club, you know, you're not really feel like you're far back, right? You don't feel like you're sitting far away from the stage, even though you may be away from the stage. The structure of the restaurant makes you feel as though even if you're sitting in the back, you're getting a good view, you're getting good sound, you're seeing the musicians. It's the way it's constructed. It's so wonderful for me as a ex- music experience. I can't well, wait, to Spencer. And you're you've got to see it, Holly. Oh, you love oh my it. God, I can't wait. It's a culture of music. It's a culture of music. You really want to, you know, make sure that everyone in the staff really loves music. And like you say, I mean, if you come in, come in and watch a show, it's not rare to see the, the server dancing around or, you know, singing with with a song, which is great because, it, you know, it gives, it gives love the atmosphere. You know, you hate going to a place um, and being served um, by someone who doesn't seem like they want to be there. And you know what? If, if, if you're working, it, it's a much nice environment to work when you have a great band in the background um but you know that's that's exactly the kind of culture that which which we should try to bring in some of our other locations including napa um you know napa is is very exciting for us because we buy most of our grapes from uh napa in california so for us to be able to establish this relationship uh with all the vineyards uh that we're buying the grapes from is a great thing and actually you know I'm, I'm actually happy that this is the case, but we're not, we're not, uh, you know, this big New York company that's buying the grapes from New York, making the the wine in New York, and then shipping them back to California, hoping to, you know, win over the hearts and souls of of uh, the Napa Valley. That, oh, it's you know, going to no, you don't even York have to worry about that. Honest to God, we're so ready for that, and I know about how you can <laughs> buy grapes and this and that from different places. We need a place like this. I mean, totally need a place because Spencer's raved about your place so many times. And I, um, I want to ask, is the music going – and I'm sorry I'm going off on this a little bit, Spencer, before you have other no, things to ahead, ask. No, go ahead, go ahead. I want to know, are you going to be booking um, very uh, the same type of caliber of shows here in Napa as you will be – as you are doing in New York and everything? Because Spencer's just raved about the shows that you have in New York. Well, I think, you know, we're going to take full advantage of to build these great relationships with all the artists that came through New York and and for the past year and a half of now coming through Chicago since we opened up mm-hmm. our Chicago location in August 2012. So, you know, building up a relationship and, you know, uh, building up this kind of experience for both the fans and the musicians really opens up the door for us to kind of have much more credibility when we say, hey, we're opening up a new location. If it's Napa or Nashville, you know, you get, we're guaranteeing that you're going to get that kind of same um, ambience. Now, I think a lot, to answer your question, there's a lot of artists that are going to be playing uh, in Napa that are playing in uh, New York and Chicago, but there's also going to be a lot of artists that are more, you know, more uh, relevant uh, to centers, the region. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's key to yeah. really establish great relationships um, with the local musicians because um, you can't really fill, we're not, not every location is, is as uh, lucky as New York, you know, if we have um, we have a, a dark night, we could ask, you know, Steve Earle to come by and take a, two stops on the subway and come play uh, the venue. You know, if it's um, Mark Cohn yeah, or Vega, any of the artists that are so yeah. associated with our room in New York. Um, yeah. and, and we could see, we have some, we, although we're announcing next week, actually, our first lineup, there'll be about 20 artists that are already confirmed. We're opening up in April. Uh, we have just a couple of shows. Um, similar to our Chicago location, we're going to be opening up with a very big 
comedian uh, for five nights in a row. So those who very cool. Know oh my God, played, Spencer, you're gonna have to come out here now. I know. I'll just be forced to come out there. And how you'll have to come to New York. Oh ho ho. I know, Shlomo. <laughs> tell me what location. Where is it going to be in Napa? Because I want to know that. We're around what area? So they're they're we're going to be taking over the historic uh, old opera house on Main Street. Oh my God! Um, you're taking over the yep. opera house. <laughs> yep. I didn't so, know that. Wow, that's crazy. And I can totally dial you out with the Marin music scene because um, I'm really good friends with all the people that public publish all that and are connected with all the local music talent. So you and I should talk later. No, yeah. absolutely. It's gonna be you know, it's gonna be similar capacity, it's gonna be three hundred capacity. Um about twenty years ago the upper house uh went through renovations and it yeah. used to be actually a flat floor and it they converted mm-hmm. it into a theater. So we're moving it back to a flat floor um in oh front my of the God, stage. I cannot and wait. then it, it's it's gonna be great. And just one more word about the wine, you know. We we developed a uh, uh a wine on tap system and we're actually gonna be uh in the downstairs part we're gonna be we're going to have uh-huh. over 30 wines on taps featuring all the regional wineries. Um, so it's, we're going to be one one big tasting room or a one-stop oh, shop where awesome. you can come and yeah. taste your wine and have some great food. So we're we're very excited about that. Um, That's I think, great. Yeah, I bet. I think we have some great chefs, great chefs out here in yep. this area yep. that I'm sure have great culinary talents. Are you bringing people in from New York to open up the food, or are you hiring and, and, and having you people locally? You know what? Locally? Na- Napa, Napa is probably not only the, one of the centers of, of, you know, of the world as far as uh, wine food. goes, but it, it's really <laughs> a center for food and culinary. Yeah. You know, so, so we have to step it up. Um, you know, I think the level of food and service, and, and that we're going to be providing in Napa is going to be a couple levels higher than um, anything that we've seen so far because the company. Oh, I'm excited! So I'm excited. So Spencer, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I kind of oh, like. No, no, no. Go ahead. That I was very wanted, important. What I'm you were mentioning. No, that was very so, important. So, so excited because, honest to God, the, no one's going to think that they are going to come in and drink out of plastic glasses and that and this and that. Let me tell you, there are so many beautiful places here, and you talk about buying. Um, uh, grapes from different people. I understand that because I live on a vineyard, and we grow grapes for different vineyards like Valley of the Moon and uh, Biercon and and um, you know all the different different wineries around here. I mean, um, I'm part of the Vintners Association as well here, so we get together once a week. It's really funny. We all get together once a week, the Vintners and I, and um, I'm invited, and we sit around and. Um, you know, that was where it got introduced to my first Shiraz. I, I, I never even knew that there was a wine called that. And um, it was just very amazing to see all the different types of wines that there are and the kind of grapes we grow, um, you know, the Cabernet and, you know, um, and then the Champagne grapes and stuff. I hear the heaters going off a lot lately at night because it's been very cold here at night lately. Mm. So I'm so excited. Well, you're gonna, when you come here, you totally are going to be so welcome with open arms. And definitely make sure you get my phone number from Spence afterwards. And um, you and I will talk about the Vintners Association, getting you guys over there, because I'm sure you already are dialed in for that already anyway. But, um, you know, just to get you involved in a lot of the things, where, um, you know, a lot of the things that are really big here also, the microbrewing um, uh festivals for beer, believe it or not. Um, 
But the wine we're is gonna really... Have, we're not going to be making wine, but we are going to be brewing beer. You oh, are. my God. Wow. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to be amazing because we do... It's called Beervana. <laughs> that's the name of the event that I created. Love it. I, it. It's called Beervana. Shlomo, Shlomo, you know, I designed for the Chelsea Brewing Company, the beer. The wow. beer label. I did that's that here in New York. My kind of Get in touch with that's... me. Get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah, and, but, no, but, but we uh, do. You know, we do contest. No. We have people coming in and they sit, and it's like a whole like day of contests of people um, tasting different beers from different wineries. And I mean, yeah, you wouldn't great. believe all the great. different uh, and, and all of the course, brewing houses. Of course, everyone spits out the beer. Nobody gets nobody gets the buzz, right? Of course. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't personally drink, but it's 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 just so interesting how. You know how people create all these different things. I mean, I've seen things cross like where they're 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 growing certain grapes with like tangerine and um, this and that, and they're getting different tastes and cross things. And I know this year what we did was um, plant certain kinds of herbs in with the vines um, and certain fruits to cross over into the vines, mm-hmm. and it was just. You know, and it's a lot of work. People don't understand. Vineyards are not easy. Um, you know, it's you're growing me. these little plants as babies, and you're watching them. And I mean, our heater, the heaters are going off all the time lately. And uh, and when it's harvest time here, it's amazing. Harvest time is always fun here. Um, they do a big, huge festival where we have. Oh God, this year it was Sammy Hagar Hart. Um, yes, um, everybody gets together for two days, and we have That's a big heavy. festival up here. So. Harvest time's fun, so uh, enough about Napa, but I'm super excited because now I'm going to have a really fun thing to talk about. This is And and when you come up here, definitely when you're going to come up, let me know, and we'll get together. So there you go, Spencer. I'm sorry. So I, I want to, no, the other thing, part of what you're saying, Holly, is very interesting. Um, Shlomo, do you have organic wines in the uh, focus of your wine? We're, we're very lucky, you know, for, for um, a, a vineyard to sell grapes, to a winery that's not located, that's not associated directly with the vineyard. Oh, I'm sure you know that. Yeah. Is, is yeah. something like that, normally, that normally does not happen, you know, because you know these these great vineyards grow this amazing grapes, and then they mm-hmm. don't they don't want to they want to make sure that the the wine that's made out of these grapes are, are really great. So we were very lucky from the get go that Michael was able to talk these you know vineyard owners into selling us these really great uh, grapes. Um, I hope you don't ask me exactly what vineyards we work with because I'll, I have to look that up. Um, but we work. Oh, with, I have with, an idea. I have an idea. We work with I some mean, great, you know, organic uh, vineyards. Yeah. All, a lot of them owned by the same same people, and mm-hmm. um, great. And the, the the wine that's coming out really is, is fantastic wine. You know, I remember the first time our winemaker was giving us a, a, a taste of the wine that we were making. We were all hoping the wines would come out great, but. Just how much has, has really been a, a great surprise for us. And um, mm-hmm. it, are you really, going to do winemaker really dinners? Are you going to do some winemaking dinners? We're going to do everything. We're going to do winemaker dinners. We, we're going to do similar stuff. Of, Those are fun. You know, wine, wine and cheese pairing. The wine and cheese pairing, right? Yeah, that's really we're cool. Do, do here in New York. Uh, and, chocolate. Really, yeah. and chocolate. And chocolate. And chocolate and huge wine here. music pairings. Yeah, we've done some really cool stuff where. You know, if it's if it's a you know Dylan cover band doing a twenty song you know set paired with four or five different flight of wines, 
or if it's um, someone like Al Stewart, who, you know, is a big wine connoisseur, um, who every time he comes by the winery, we make sure that we advance with him, and he chooses five or six wines that he recommends, and he talks about them between the sets. So we're really well, trying to kind of yep. connect the, those, those, make those connections. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people have people have a, a, a really blast out of, you know, drinking, a, a, you know, a, a nice Syrah and, and mm-hmm. imagining that it fits excellent with, a, you know, a 1972 um, a Stevie Wonder song. So there's a lot of fun that we can do with it, and we, we definitely try to gear our programming to kind of make those Sounds great. connections. So, I want to uh, tell him one uh, more I thing want, about oh, here, yeah. Yeah. too. You're going to get excited about this, Shlomo. I don't know if you know this, but every year we have something called the Vintage Festival. You know, in the city of Sonoma, in the square, drinking a bottle of open wine is legal. You can sit in the park and drink a bottle of open wine as long as you're sitting oh, here in the park. It's legal. <laughs> and um, we have a, um, a thing called Harvest Festival, and then we have the Vintage Festival where it's like about – Oh gosh, probably 350 vintners get together, different wineries, and you do you get to go to each store on the square and taste something. They'll have somebody in there, and they'll be you know test taste, giving you samples and this and that. And this is a vacation destination area as well. A lot of people come here to get away, and they come in for the weekend just to do the wine tasting and this and that. And um, so that you have, I mean. It's going to be super cool because, honest to God, Spencer, you can drink a bottle of wine in the park. That's incredible. You don't that's care. great. You can walk that's down great. the street drinking wine. Yeah, that's really As great. long as you're in the square. Mm-hmm. And the wow. the law enforcement here are very aware of that, and they encourage people to, um, you know, drink locally. Great. Um, you know, and Napa's amazing. It's so beautiful here, hey, too, and, right you know, now. Everything's and, really green. The more you drink. The more the sound, the more the music sounds better, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all depends. So. Yeah, that's right. But seriously, um, you have a lot of really good things, and you're going to be open with, um, you're going to be welcomed with open arms here because we need really good ed, um, entertainment, like Spencer has talked about. And I know Spencer has a lot of stories he wants to talk to you about. So. I'm so sorry I took up 20 minutes of your no, time. No, 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 that's important. This, that's a very important part of the, of the club. The wine thing is so important. Now let's go into uh, yeah. the, the music area where it's uh, so amazing, this club, which uh, the first time I was down there, I think, a long time ago, Shlomo. I mean, one, one thing I noticed, you, have a, a qual- you don't have just cover bands. You have quality singers all along the line i mean i've seen i just recently saw billy gibbons and friends at your club i thought that was wonderful and um and prince i know you had there that must have been a story i mean last year was last year was just a trip i mean um the the level of stuff that we did last year and at this point you know i I would like to take you know credit for 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 setting the setting the table but you know you, you can never control having someone like prince coming for two nights and, and playing surprise sets starting at 2 a.m. and finishing at 6 a.m. I mean, we had, <laughs> we had Neil Young and Jackson Brown share the stage one of the nights. We had wow. Sam Nash play three nights. We had, you know, anywhere from Billy Gibbons, like you said, in Friends, to Scott Weiland. I mean, it was it was just all over the place. You have, and, 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 and uh, my, my buddy Willie Nile plays there a lot. He's got a new album out, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And he, uh, he's wonderful. And also Escovedo. 
Alexandro Escovedo, which I think is phenomenal act. Yeah, he, this is now his third year. He just finished a three-night run. Uh, yeah, yeah. First night, we kind of mixed it up. We had Joe Ely uh, play, so it was just um, Joe, Alejandro, um, a fiddle player and a uh, cello player just playing, going back and forth. And then the second night, we had Alejandro with uh, strings and uh, actually another New York native um, um, played with him. Uh, Richard Baron, and last night it was with the full band. So Alejandro is, is really fantastic, and he was telling me how he's he's uh, actually on the Friday night of South by, which is in March. He's going to be um, heading uh, in Stubbs' uh, 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 Lou Reed tribute. So you know, oh, that's a lot great. Of stuff. Yeah. He's uh, that, that's another thing. I mean, I when I've been down there, so many great people I've met. Uh, I met Paul Simon one night with our book and. Which you helped me hook up, and uh, uh, Michael Stipe, and in, in passing, Lou Reed, of course, has been down there, um, and our friend uh, Joseph Arthur plays there at the annual January first event, which I think is a phenomenal event you do every year with Joseph, and uh, he's just he did a he did a, oh I got to tell you this story, Joseph has a CD out called uh, it's Peter Gabriel's CD called I'll Scratch Your Back, right, and on it in the compilation is Joseph covering. Uh, Shock the Monkey. Now, I saw Joseph do Shock the Monkey at City Winery, Shlomo, in 2011, right? Yep. And I ran backstage and said, Joseph, you've got to do this song on a CD. Well, he just did it. But the story is, is that I saw him do it at your club. I think it's the first time he did it at your club, in fact. You know? And it's incredible. It's on an album that's out right now. Yeah, we've had a great relationship with Joe. He's, he's yeah. he kind of made this his home and and he does mix up and play some other rooms, but he's he's probably played over 25 times the past four or five years. And um, you know he's always doing something else. He's always experimenting his his songbook. I mean he he carries around a I think 200 page uh, you know lyric book of of all the, all the songs. And of course he incorporates um, uh, painting. I don't know if you know this, Spence, but when we opened up Chicago a year and a half ago. You know, one of the biggest complaints that we had in the room, if I have to admit now, would be that it felt a little cold. You know, it's, it, one of the yep. nice things about New York, it's a lot of wood and it's very warm. And, you know, when you try to open up another room, it's it's hard to duplicate that. So we're kind of thinking long and hard, you know, how can we fix it? And, and we actually approached Joe to do a couple of uh, large murals for the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. He worked, wow. he worked on two... 15 or 20 foot paintings, uh, which he, which actually um, when he played Letterman uh, earlier, earlier last year, they were they were in the background, and we stretched them and we just put them up about a month and a half ago in our room in Chicago, and the paintings look amazing. They completely transformed um, the room. So now we, we we own a piece of Joseph Arthur in, in our Chicago room. Um, oh, that's well, great. So. And that's awesome. Jo- Joseph is a one. Uh, I also wanted to bring up two things that you're doing coming up, which I think are very interesting, which you mentioned to me. Everly, there's an Everly Brothers tribute coming up. There's also the Paul Simon at Carnegie Hall, and that you do every uh, year. To, uh, you do this uh, uh, covering some artists, right, their songs, uh, uh, which I think is a great event for people. Um, the Everly Brothers, I had, the, I had the honor of talking to Phil Everly when Judith and I were working on the Beach Boys album, Summer in Paradise, and Phil Everly was a very big Beach Boys fan. He was involved with the Beach Boys. Um, and uh, I almost want to feel that we dedicate the show to Phil Everly in passing. 
because of the greatness of what he was in the music genre. And I like the fact that you're taking that up as a tribute sort of show, right? And when is that? Well, you know, this is not just with a song with poor Jenny. Um, you know, the song came out in 1959. I mean, if, if any any artist or band, you, you, you're still playing their music, you know, 50 years later, you know, they did something yeah. right. Um, you know, I mentioned Graham Nash um, played a couple of nights uh, late 2013, and you know, in his book, which I picked up because it was kind of like a, 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 a autobiography book release tour, um, he mentioned also, you know, the first time he heard the Everly Brothers, it completely transformed his life. And um, when 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 he passed away a couple of days later, Teddy Thompson, who again another person who plays the winery quite right. often, yeah. uh, both you know himself and also with his side project Pound Cake. Just kind of like Rockabilly uh, cover band is, is yep. ultra ego, I guess. You yep. um, touched base and he said, hey, you know, you, do you want to do something uh, to kind of, uh, you remember the Liberty Brothers? And I was like, well, I actually have a date. So we, we, we put together an amazing show, and I think the type of crowd that comes to, to see City Winery and, and, and follows us, I think, is a, I don't want to sound elitist, but I would say a, a well-educated music fan uh, usually comes to City Winery because, you know, it's... It, really some some great names and um we sold out within a day without even announcing any of the guests and from wow. by may i'll just go down the list of guests that we're playing with teddy um on january 26th i mean anywhere from jenny moldar tiff merritt um nicole atkins over perkins diva mahal which is taj mahal's daughter a great wow. voice um uh mike doty um just uh, large list of, of artists and I think any every single person that we asked um, immediately had a song in mind, immediately jumped in so it's going to be a really cool special night of music and um, looking forward to it and then the second show that you mentioned, this is our 10th year that we've been producing um, this Carnegie Hall tribute and every year we honor a different living legend so anywhere from uh, you know Joni Mitchell which was the first year uh, we've ever done it to uh, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, R.E.M., The Who, Rolling Stones. Last year we had, um, uh, we did the music of Prince, and this year we're honoring the music of uh, the great Paul Simon. And the way we do it, we basically choose a house band that, um, that plays for, with most of the artists as the backing band. So if last year we had The Roots be the house band for the Prince tribute. This year uh, we're very excited to have Antibalas, which is a great Afrobeat. Um, uh, band that's based here in New York. Um, uh, hopefully, you've you've heard of uh, of them, and you know they just they actually wrote the music for uh, the musical fella that was running for a long time in, in Broadway, and actually still is. Um, and it's basically 20 artists performing the music of Paul Simon, and it's just a great great show to be able to come see in one show 20 different right. artists put their, right. put their take um, on, on on their song, and you know. I can't announce all of the names that are playing this year, but um, I tell you that Josh Ritter is doing a song, Dan Wilson, um, Ben Sully, Joy Williams from the Civil Wars, Madeline Peruzzi will be doing it, Alan Chassant, Bob Mould, Judy Kahn just um, came That's on incredible. board, Joe Henry. So it, it, it's going to be a great night of music, and we do a whole festivity around it. We do a live rehearsal show at the winery the day before. We bring all the artists back to our after party at City Winery. It's just a real fun couple of nights. And one of the most important things, and this is why we get all the people on board, is that we raise every year uh, $100,000 net 
um, that we give to about six or seven organizations that deal with music education programs uh, for underserved children in New York City. So um, the artists are doing it for much, much less than what they normally do, and that's why we're able to really raise $100,000. And this year, we're going to be hitting hopefully the million-dollar mark, which is a something landmark for us. You have a you ha, you know who you have coming up, which I think is phenomenal, is John Hammond in February. Oh yeah, John, another guy who you know we set from the get go when we opened to be, uh, you know, his home. The way you know the bottom line was for for, for many of the artists that play City Winery today. Mm-hmm. Um, John's putting out a new album out, so it's kind of it's going to be a, a, a double bill album release, um, and the date is uh, it's, um, February tenth. It's going to be awesome. with Albert Cummings. That is awesome, Holly. And you know, John, I, I want to give your those... website out real quick because I'm sorry, I forgot to do that. It's citywinery.com, and if you go there, yeah, that's and for if everything. If you go there, you'll see you'll you'll have a, a four different uh, tabs: you venues, can use New York, yeah. Chicago, uh, Napa, and Nashville. And we're actually rolling into a completely new look to our website next week. So expect exciting things. Uh, so they, I wanted to finish the uh, one of my first albums I bought when I when I was younger was John Hammond's Motorcycle Blues, one of the great albums. <laughs> Funny that he that the first album, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's a legend. I mean, right? I mean, he's just one of these legends in music that is showing up at City Winery, and there's lots of legends there. It's just filled with legends. I mean, I. I just can't get over when you go down there. Uh, and, and you're right. You draw a, a definitely quality, I call it a quality crowd. It's not like, uh, I'm not going to mention names of other clubs, which are kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> but, but the you know, the crowd is quality crowd, and they're intellectual, they're smart. It's a good listening crowd. I mean, they're respectful. Yeah. They're there for the music. You know, you don't have a lot of folks who are just there um, um, just to, to be there. You know, that's why it's, it really got a reputation of a good listening room. When you, when you do have good underplay and you have, 300 people all eating and drinking. You expect chaos, but you see, you know, these shows. And then we, we, we even had Joshua Bell, who's, you know, a really famous uh, uh, violin player who sells at Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did his album release at City wow. Winery, and there was real concern. What's going to happen, you know, when you, when you put a, a, a solo violinist in a room full of, you know, people who are eating and drinking? And you could hear a pin fall on the floor. So... You know, that, that's the kind of environment that we're trying um, to get. You know, funny story about John, um, since you know that I, you know, I used to play baseball, and, and when John heard that I um, used to play baseball, he got so excited. And the next time he came, he came with a bunch of uh, newspaper clippings and photos of John uh, in, in full baseball uniform. I don't know if you know that. He played, uh, wow. he played minor league baseball for, for a couple of years. I didn't years know that. That was really uh, considering a baseball career, so I thought I was no, got a kick out of that. That's a great story. I love that. I mean, I, I uh, also, uh, I think, uh, to get to get into the uh, where uh, you're located at 155 Varick Street in New York, right? That's yeah, we're in Varick and Van Damme, it's right by the Holland Tunnel. And for me, it's so easy because I I take that Seventh Avenue subway down, and I'm right there. That's why that's why I love New York. <laughs> that's the good thing about living in New York. You can go anywhere. Yeah. I know Spencer tells me, "Oh, I'm going here. I'm going there." I'm like Spencer, <laughs> and he's like always it's somewhere. And he's always walking down the street to jump on the subway or take a cab or, or that we won't even mention cab. We have a bad we bad juju on cabs, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, 
I don't even want to talk about cows. You know what's unique about New York, which which is kind of, I love the fact, I mean, we don't have that in the other rooms, that you're talking about just walking and taking a subway. I don't know another venue that its whole back wall is basically the, it, we're on the ground floor. Mm. It, you have a, just one window so you could see out and you could see True. in. So yeah. one of the first shows that Lenny Kay played, um, he kind of was like mentioning what a trip it is playing on stage and you're you're seeing these yellow caps. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, oh, that's I'm so traffic. funny. That's also, cool. I'm, I'm always surprised how, you know, there's not larger crowds outside, you know. Some of these high-profile shows, you know, you would expect 200 people waiting, looking outside in, um, uh, seeing Prince. But, you know, I, I think it's, that's one of the untapped secrets. I guess all you need yeah. is, uh, is just walking by, and it, it's, it's cool to see that. And, and it gives, I think, an outside-in type of environment as opposed to, Kind of the classic uh, cave club mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, you know, mm-hmm. who, who I was impressed with is a friend of Joseph's and mine now is Peter Buck from REM, who mm-hmm. has played at your club, and he he's really great. He has a great band. Yeah, he has a great band, and I, and I guess uh, I just talked with Alejandro, and he said that he's planning to go on the road a little bit with, with Peter Buck. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Later yeah. in the year. Yeah, they're playing, and Joseph just played down in Mexico, actually, with Peter. They did a gig down there. Oh, wow. Just, he called Joseph, yeah, Joseph called Doesn't, doesn't, Pete, doesn't uh, Peter Buck have a, a festival that he, that he throws? Yeah, yeah, there's a festival down there. Week, and Joseph actually. called me from Mexico the, uh, the night before and and told me he's going to you know come back and call me. He says it's really great down there. And Peter, there's pictures on Facebook that he was playing with Peter down there uh last couple of days or something. They had something down there, you know, Uh uh, yeah, you know, I wanted sure. to say something really quick, Spence. Yeah, can go I, ahead. Can go I ahead. interject? Yeah, this is while it's on my sure. mind. It's yeah. super important, and you're gonna. And this goes. This is how synchronicity goes. Um, you know, you mentioned the Everly Brothers earlier and the tribute and all that. Yeah. The other day, um, I was in the Square, which um, they have a bunch of different tasting rooms and different, um, uh, you know, people that are opening up. And there's a new one that just opened up called. Two guys, two guys, I mean, they have the funniest names for some of the wineries here. And one guy's a really famous actor, and there was a winemaker in there, and her name is Melissa. And I was starting to talk to her a little bit about a show that I'm going to be doing um, on my network. And by the way, um, this is, again, the Indie Cafe, and we want, and this is, uh, today we're talking about the city winery. I want to interject that. Um and um, the guy that's going to be on my show, um, on, on the show that I am going to end up doing, is Dick Wagner, who played with Alice Cooper for 20 years and wow. wrote Only Women Bleed and this and that, right? Well, listen to this. See, they just did a video call, um, for the rock and roll artist for um, rock and roll song for St. Jude's Research Hospital, right? So I walk into this winery, and I'm talking to this girl, and she's a, she's a, she's a uh, winemaker, and she says that her brother is part of the Everly Brothers family and um, that they donate a lot of the money from the winery to the St. Jude's Hospital. And another thing I want to say about being out here in California, too, and especially in this area, you've got, you've, you've got um, everyone, Jack Blades, um, you've got Santana. All these people live here locally, and there's so many times, I mean, I'll go into Starbucks and see these people and, um, 
there's a lot of open mic nights here, like at the Hot Monk Tavern and stuff like that. And people will go in and they'll just go in with their guitar and just because they want to play, they start playing. So I'm super excited to see what's going to happen here. But isn't that weird? The Everly Brothers, the um, their yeah, families up here. That's a story. Yeah. So, was, was he the the, the lost brother? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, well, Phil was on the West Coast when I when I talked to him. He was on the because the Beach Boys were there. You know everything. Yeah. Was on the West Coast, right? Everybody's living up here. Yep. It's that's weird. Right. That's but right. anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you about that. And no, no, that's that a, that's a great story. Are you kidding? Getting, it's uh, a great. Entertainment here for sure. That's is there for sure. one thing, uh, Shlomo? Is there any other events coming up that we should know about? People to know about coming up that you think are? Of course, there's a lot of events, but are there any special other ones? That are coming uh, up. Well, you know, we're we're finishing up um, a residence, three week residency with Mark Cohen this Tuesday. Um, first one, actually, we had a special guest each week. First one on January seventh, we had Jackson Brown fly in and do six songs. Wow, uh, that's great. Which was you know a, a really, uh, treat. Obviously, you know Jackson is right now in LA writing a an album. Yeah. And then, Actually, another one who, who who is now out with a solo album and, and came up and sang a couple of songs, and man, she has pipes. It's uh, Jennifer Net- Nettles um, from Sugarland. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she has a noble mind. She, and first time I've seen her in life, she was great. Anyway, so we're finishing up this residency in, uh, this Tuesday, and then next month we're going into a residency with Steve Earle, another someone who you and who is great. Uh, yep. uh, uh, kind of a homemade uh, of ours, and he's doing. Uh, I believe four dates. Um, see, next month we have Booker T. You know Booker T. Jones, wow. who's again one of my favorite. You know, uh, Green Onion is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Terrible, yeah. Um, we're doing. We have Dar Williams at the end of the month doing. You know, uh, basically her first album from start to finish. Uh, later in March we have Los Lonely Boys. For a couple of shows, Red, Red Miller too, right? Yeah, Red Miller. Yeah, Red Miller, Mike Doty, Cowboy Junkies. Yeah. I mean, the list yeah, goes a lot on of stuff. and on. Um, we even have Pal Poundstone returning to City Winer. She, she's a very funny woman. Um, we we tried to get, you know, that's too bad. We tried uh, to get Johnny Clegg, who, you know, is probably one of the you know most famous South African artists yeah. um, of all time, uh, minus Rodriguez, who's you know not South African, South African. Um, we try to get him on board, Paul Simon, but he's going to be on tour, but he's, he's going to be doing three nights. I mean, mm-hmm. talking about some grace. I mean, you, you, you see, you see a show and you see the African dancers and the influences that Paul Simon, uh, drew so much from, um, and, you know, we're going to be closing up with, with, with a Paul Simon song too. And, and just, he's so versatile. His songbook is so insane. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect thing. And then um, what else we have? We're picking up our Cabinet of Wonders series, which is kind of a, something that is unique to City Winery. It's a John Wesley Harding puts together a variety show of uh, comics, philosophers, musicians, each doing um, a couple of songs. And that actually got picked up by NPR and it's aired oh, really? weekly. Wow. So, you know, we're excited about that. But, you know, so much stuff going on. You know, I'm ex- really excited to start working on these, you know, city. What we hope is going to be a city winery tours. If it's, you know, we call it the wet, the red tour, the white tour, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now that we have four artists, I don't know, for those who, who are not in the music business, you know, when you 
uh, want to take you you can offer an artist um, to stay a room. They can't just go and play two nights and then go back home. They usually have to have you know about a week or two weeks of shows for it to make worthwhile for them to go on the road. So by having three or four locations, um, you'll be able to offer you know twelve nights. A band, you know, three nights in New York, three nights in Chicago, three nights in mm. Napa, and then three nights in in in, in uh, Napa, and sorry, Nashville and Napa. Then then it makes sense for them, and you you know, the, really the sky's the limit of what you could do. So I'm excited to start working on some of those multi-city tours. Wow! So you'll be traveling? Are you going to be traveling? Uh... You know what? There's no place like New York. <laughs> <I'm probably laughs> You know, I'll probably be traveling a little more, but uh, I definitely am planning to, to stay and, and, and keep New York as my home base. Um, I, re- I really love it. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, these days, especially, in, you know, when it's 29 degrees outside, you can get nostalgic about, you know, the, the sun and, and warm weather, but um, I need to be where the action is. <laughs> Uh, are you are you listening to uh, new new groups that are interested in playing at City Winery? Uh, just uh, people should know if there's some group who has some music they think are, you know might be very cool. It draws a crowd. Uh, can they send it to you? We're always open for, for for ideas, and you know one of the challenges that we have is a lot of the bands have some big configurations on mm-hmm. stage, and a lot of our shows or big shows are really stripped down. So we need to make sure. Uh, if you do submit, you know, make sure to be flexible to be able to be able to, you know, have play with one or two or three, three musicians. And, you know, I love trying to get opening slots and artists that are maybe fairly unknown on, on, on some of their favorite, um, you know, icons and idols um, while they play City One. And, and we've, we've had some really cool... You've had um, really good open. ones. I've seen some really good opening acts. One thing about your place, I've seen the opening acts I've seen are very good. I have yet to see a, what you call a bad opening act. It's always been good quality, Shlomo. That's one thing I love about your club. You really do have a good Every choice. Sorry, you know, if, if, if you get a captive audience, if you start losing, as they say, street credit if you just book any, anyone yeah. to open. And you want to have some kind of synergy, and you want to have, you always, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times because it's such a small club, and usually they share green rooms, um, a lot of times they end up talking and connecting and, you know, there's new relationships that that, that get that, that that are created by just having an artist open up to to a bigger artist. So uh, it's fun playing the, the the kind of mix and match. Yeah, I uh, you know Billy Gibbons. Told, I got to tell you this story. You'd love this one. I, I you know I met Billy Gibbons at your club. Uh, you were nice enough to get me there, and uh, Billy said to me, he said, Spencer, the night we played. <laughs> It was really funny. He said, the night we played the cutting room was just a warm-up. That, was, that wasn't a good show. This is the night that you want to hear, <laughs> meaning your club. Yeah, well, I'm glad it was that way, not vice versa. I mean, we actually had our first show, and then they added, it sold out so quick, we added another show. It wasn't the cutting room, I believe it was B.B. King. Oh, so B.B. King, I'm sorry. It was yeah, B.B. King. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, Billy Gibbons, it's the first time I've met him, and the guy is just a sweetheart. I mean, I he's great. He's great. I actually bust his, you know, his, I don't know, his uh, tough, I guess, look when he has that beard. But I mean, he's such a nice guy, and mm, yeah. he's so lips, and he knows, it, and he's playing all these great uh, uh, blues covers, and yeah. the band was yeah. insane. I mean, Anton Fig was was was, was uh, on drums, and Will Lee was on. Will Lee on bass, man. Will Lee's my uh, buddy. Bass, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was a real cool 
um, kind of super group. And, and, you know, I think we, we definitely paved our way to, um, uh, to having him back soon when he's not touring with ZZ Top, of course. Yeah, and he did a version. I, I, I was telling people about it. He did that version of the Nancy Sinatra, remember, song that was out of the box. I'm, I'm telling you, I've, I've never heard a greater version, you know, of Boots yep. Are Made For Walking. I mean, I, you know, you think about the song title, and you say, oh, okay. He did a version of that at your club, which was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great show. We're hoping yeah. to have him yeah. back. So uh, we're thinking City Winery is, is the place to go, everybody out there. If you're in New York, and uh, like uh, he was talk- uh, Shlomo was talking about opening up in Sonoma or whatever, out in California and different places. Go Napa, to- Napa Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Nashville. Nashville. Nashville is going to be hot. Nashville. You know, be- I saw oh, pictures Shlomo online of the Chicago venue, and what I really digged about it were the <laughs> casks that you had, the wine. The wine containers and everything on the wall, and uh, I know with you opening up at the Opera House, I know that's really beautiful. How much renovating are you going to be doing, and um, what can we expect from that location? Uh, well, you know, it, it, it's over. It's, the building is over 100 years old. Right. Um, it, it's a great location. It's a historic mm-hmm. building, so we're not going to be making that many changes for the out, for the outside facade. You know, so it's, it's that. That look is going to stay the same. Um, we're probably going to have an 85-person restaurant, a restaurant downstairs, uh, together with a box office, and then upstairs is really. Uh, I don't know if you know that, but Meyer Sound System installed their first sound system in a club in New York um, with with our boss when he, when he founded the Knitting Factory. So our relationship with Meyer Sound goes back, you know, 20, 25 years. So what they've been doing is that every time we open up a city winery, they end up bringing and installing this, you know, usually these top-of-the-line systems that really um, uh, are not even yet in the market. So we've definitely enjoyed that, and you could guarantee that the sound is going to sound fantastic. The stage is actually going to be the biggest stage uh, we have from all three locations, and that's because wow. we're not going to private own. We're going to be working with, the opera house. So they're going to be still doing oh, putting awesome. up a lot of non-profit. They're uh, really nice people. The they're, going to do. they're still going to be doing uh, over 100 shows that are community-based, a lot of workshops with some of the artists that we're bringing. And if it's uh, local schools putting up plays or if it's um, a two-week run of, of an opera or, or a play. So we still have to leave the large stage, which I think is going to allow some much more flexibility. Uh, so let's put it this way. When next time Prince decides to come, uh, you know, drop by and with his 23-piece band like he did in New York. <laughs> We're not going to have to build a, a stage extension on both sides of, of the stage like we had to do to facilitate it. So um, the sound's going to be great. Like, like we talked before, the food is going to be amazing. I mean, I, I can't wait to, to taste the food um, oh, yeah, me too. From, that's going to come out from our kitchen. And, and, and I think mm-hmm. it's, oh, a, I know it's the a really chefs that are here good too. location. Yep. Yeah. You're going to have some meat. It's going to be really cool. Um, and if are you going to have a, you know, when you said you're going to do city winery tours, it kind of reminds me, and I don't want to compare you to the HOB House of Blues because you're a different, whole entirely different um, set. I think you're a little bit different classier in a different way. Um, but they do a lot of tours as well. And will it be kind of like that? Will it be somebody that plays in, 
New York and then maybe plays in Chicago and then plays in Nashville and then comes to um, Napa? Is it going to be like that kind I mean, of thing? We're, we're still trying to experiment. You know, if, if you're, you're absolutely right. Um, the House of Blues, uh, when they started opening up more and more clubs, we um, they definitely attempted to do the, the you know those tours. It, it was you know mixed success, and we're not clinging to that. We don't rely on it. But I think the big difference between the House of Blues and City Winery that I think is going to help our cause when we try to push for these is that we're basically you know besides the the, the chef and the marketing person, the town buyer that is local in Napa, we're moving staff around in a way that really is going to guarantee that same kind of culture in each room, which I think uh, was not as much emphasized uh, in the House of Blues, and I may be wrong, but, you know, the idea is really to duplicate this kind of feeling. So doing a multi-city run would make more sense than, I, I think, other clubs. And especially if you tie in the wine, you know, if you take a band like Calexico, who, you know, loves wine, uh, they're, you know, a New Mexico band. I'm sure you both know them. Um, doing a cool tour with a specific wine label, which is another kind of unique thing that we do at City Winery. We, we we make an artist label, special artist label wine for each artist that comes plays the wine. Oh, winery. awesome. So, so, yeah, that's know, you, a good actually, idea. If, if you go, if you go to our, our store, you could probably pick up, uh, you know, wine of one of your favorite artists and, and get it shipped to you. Um, so, Making those connections, the, obviously the more locations we have would make more sense. Um, it doesn't really route, you know, doing New York, Chicago, and then Napa. It's kind of a one-off Napa. You have to fly there. Um, growing the brand will, will, I think, allow us to um, share some of the same artists that play in all locations and, of course, complementing it with um, local talent we talked about. Yeah, I know, and there's right, a lot here, great. too. Spencer, they all live here, too, so it's. I think that it's going to be a really cool thing, and I don't want to take away from New York and all that. Your experience there, obviously, is going to supersede this whole thing. I mean, Spencer just raves about it. He's always having fun when he goes to the city winery. That's a big thing, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you are always talking about it, and I know Spencer's seen some amazing people there. Um, how... Can I ask um how do you how do you know um do, do you, are you friends with most of the artists that play and then they just come to you and they say hey we want to play or how's that done Um you know it's a mixture the first couple of years mm-hmm. we were kind of unknown and most of we were doing most of the pitching um uh-huh. I lost a couple of years out of my life just because they know it's so important to be there every single night and kind of establish these relationships that we now are all enjoying um, you know, there's still a certain protocol, um, despite how friendly I are, I am with some of these artists as far as how you can do it. You know, it's not, I can't call any artist and say, hey, come by, play. You know, you have to go to the agent, and the agent has to go to the manager, and the manager has to go to the artist. But um, a lot of the artists now have made City Winery their home, and they don't really play anywhere else. And and and, and having that and having these friendly yeah, you know, the artists that have that are touring and, and having someone like Spencer coming and experiencing Can I call you right back? Let me call you back. <laughs> and uh, having number like called Spencer me out there and, and, on the TV and playing the, the love uh, at one with all the people that he meets, you know, that, that that's that's really how we I think we establish ourselves, just kind of making sure that everyone has a good experience. 
I think a lot of you know another big difference is it's not rare when you go to a bigger club where the backstage is completely separate from front of house. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, the artists never get to see the, the artists except on stage. The winery mm-hmm. is such an intimate space and, and everything's so intertwined and people, people feel so comfortable that it's not rare for an artist to, to you know, just walk around the room or walk in through the front door, um, which really breaks all barriers. And I think at the end of the day, it just uh, it gives the artist to a much more comfortable uh, environment to be in, um, as opposed to just coming uh, the day of work. He gets to come and and hang out, and he has you know great food, and and, and then they just want to come back. You know, it's, it's a good good crowd to be in. A good well, I'm ready. I'm <laughs> so ready. Near you. Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> I am so excited. You have no idea because I felt so left out. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I've been feeling really left out that um, we didn't have really anything cool like that here. And um, spread the love, spread the love. Yeah, yeah. I know. And are you going to have like you know most of the wineries how they have a little store in the front, and um, they have like their um, you know bottle openers, and you said you're going to have wine, and are you going to have have an actual tasting room in the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. I mean the restaurant is. Oh my god. It's going to be like I said featuring thirty-one wine. Um, we ha- we even just closed on a special city winery tour bus that's going to go around and pick up people oh, you're from the oh, you know, awesome. cities, you know, start the, you... start the pre-partying early. And um, and it, it, we're definitely going to be doing a lot of stuff that's going to fit um, uh, the, the landscape. Um, oh, and yeah, and everybody here likes sure to you know, get on the really California wine, wine tour buses. Yeah, they, they'll... And what's really cool is you can network with these people that are in this area that are already doing that, like the California Wine Tours and um, people yeah, and like that. Passionate. Everyone's been extremely supportive and passionate about, you know, I think everyone understands that, that it's just good to do good for the area to have these artists oh, yeah. come in and just a new business. And we're so, happy to see the Opera House is going to be in good hands, too, because honestly, the Opera House, Spencer, is absolutely gorgeous. It's really... It's really, really pretty, and um, it's a piece of history. Do you know what really? I mean? Yeah, totally. So um, Spencer tells me that he's been there a couple of times. He told me about the Paul Simon um, story. You want to talk about that, Spence? The Paul Simon story, that's funny. Shlomo calls me up and says, hey, you know, you got your 45 book. I just want to tell you Paul Simon's going to be down there. So I get down to the club. Shlomo, this is a great story, right? So I, so I remember I, was, I wanted to give Paul the book personally. So Shlomo came up to me and said, well, you know, it's kind of like Paul had, I, he confronted somebody. It wasn't a good time. It was, it was just not, and I totally understand that. So Shlomo was very nice to give my book to Paul personally down backstage. So after he was uh, seeing his son, his son was playing at that time at the club. So yeah, Paul, Paul comes up the stairs with the book in his hand so I said you know I'll go and say hello you know that's what I do in the music business and I wanted to say hello as soon as I mentioned that I did the book his face lit up <laughs> I mean, wow. his face absolutely he was like he looked like he was serious you had that serious look right Shlomo always has that serious look well his face yeah. lit up he was so ha- and I had the greatest talk with him for a while and what's really interesting was that his son actually opened up for Joseph Arthur about a year before in Brooklyn at a place in Brooklyn, and I had seen it, and I was, you know, I met him there actually. 
And then he just asked me how, you know, what I thought about his son and how, it, you know, the, we had a good, really good talk. Of it was course, a really he good only t- had good things to say, right? He has really good things to say, right? <laughs> and, and, you know, it's fortunately, you know, it's funny, Shlomo, I have a lot of, you know, uh, Judith and I had a lot of, uh, Garf, Paul Simon and Garfunkel sleeves plus Paul Simon sleeves in the book. So it wasn't like there was one or two sleeves. I think it's about three or four sleeves of his, which is really so. He probably saw that and went, you know, wow, you know what I mean. But he's a great person. Paul, meeting Paul Simon was a big thing for me. You know, it was a very big thing for me. And thank you very much, by the way. <laughs> we hope he shows up for the encore. That's that's our goal every year that we do these tributes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Bruce Springsteen and and. And Michael Stipe and the guys show up to their REM tribute. Um, so we're hoping Paul is, uh, we do a good enough job in booking it that he wants to come in. Just feel the urge to sing an encore. That'd be great. You know, wow, that'd be incredible. That would be incredible. Yeah. I, I, it's, well, it's I'm bound super to happen. excited. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 